Welcome to Morning Soap. At Fusion Church, our desire is that every believer would not just attend church, but also hear from God daily through His Word. As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here, Monday through Friday, as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's soap scripture. Download the current soap reading plan at fusionchurch.cc soap. Heavenly Father, I just thank you. Thank you for this day, Father God, that you have given us, that we can wake up, Father God, and come before you, Lord God, and, and get into your word, Father God. Speak to us through your word, Father God. And Father God, and I pray that you would just meet, my Lord God, all my brothers and sisters' needs, Father, whatever they're going through, wherever they're at, Father God, that you would just meet them today, Father. I thank you in advance for what you're doing, and I ask all this in Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. All right, Pastor Jason, we'll be reading this morning. All right, good morning. Exodus 15, and I am reading from the New King James Version. Then Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord and spoke, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he, he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him. My father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his armies he cast into the sea. His chosen captains also were drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank to the bottom like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed the enemy in pieces. And in the greatness of your excellence, you have overthrown those who rose against you. You sent forth your wrath. It consumed them like stubble. And with the blast of your nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The flood stood upright like a heap. The depths congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will devoid the sp divide the spoil. My desire shall be satisfied on them. I will draw my sword. My hand shall destroy them. You blew with your wind, the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness? Fearful in praises, doing wonders. You stretched out your right hand, the earth swallowed them. You and your mercy have led forth the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them in your strength to your holy habitation. The people will hear and be afraid. Sorrow will take hold of the inhabitants of Philistia. Then the chiefs of Edom will be dismayed. The mighty men of Moab trembling will take hold of them. All the inhabitants of Canaan will melt away. Fear and dread will fall on them by the greatness of your arm. They will be as still as a stone. Till your people pass over, O Lord, till the people pass over, whom you have purchased. You will bring them in and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance, in the place, O Lord, which you have made for your dwelling, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands have established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. For the horses of Pharaoh went with his chariots and his horsemen into the sea, and the Lord brought back the waters of the sea upon them. But the children of Israel went on dry land in the midst of the sea. Verse 20. Then Miriam the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took the timbrel in her hand, and all the women went out after her with timbrels and with dances. And Miriam answered them, Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. 
So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea. Then they went out into the wilderness of Shur, and they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. Now when they came to Marah, they could not drink the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Marah. And the people complained against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? So he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. And he cast it into the waters, and the waters were made sweet. There he made a statue and an ordinance for them. And there he tested them and said, If you diligently hear, heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Then they came to Elam, where there were 12 wells of water and 70 palm trees. So they camped there by the waters. Amen. 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 All right. All right. So much, so much in this particular uh, chapter alone, you know, it's, it's basically a chapter that starts with a song, you know, they, the Israel, you know, just crossed the Red Sea, you know, and, and they were so excited. And I can imagine the excitement of all the people. And they were just, you know, that it made it to the other side, you know, and, and it starts there right, with Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord, you know, and I was sing to the Lord, they said, he has triumphed gloriously and the horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea you know they were so grateful because of what the lord has done and what they saw you know and and that's along right there is something that we we need to be grateful ourselves every single time god comes through for us we got to make sure that we give him the praise and we don't forget we got to make sure that we exalt his name, you know, and, and the, the word, the, you know, the horse and its rider, and, and that had me uh, stuck there for a moment, because I kept reading that over and over again, and it's just like the enemy, the enemy always wants to distract us, the enemy wants to always show himself bigger than what he really is, and if you see a horse and a rider, a, a man of war, they're going to be equipped, they're going to have the armor on, they're gonna have their weapons on them and they're gonna and they're gonna look so big. And that's how the enemy is sometimes that he comes at us with full force. But then he goes into the you know verse two and he said, The Lord is my strength and song, and he has be, become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him, my father's God, and I will exalt him. So he says that the Lord is my strength and song. The Lord is my strength. You know, he is my salvation. He is my God. So this song alone was just praising God, was worshiping God, was exalting God, lifting up his holy name. And it goes into verse three, he is a man of war. You know, the Lord is his name. You know, and, and that just took me, you know, to, to Psalms. You know, Psalms uh, 28, verses seven and eight, which read, the Lord is my strength and shield. My heart trusted in him. And I am helped, past tense, that he already has helped me. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices and I will sing my song with all praise to him. The Lord is, is their strength and he is the saving refuge of the anointed. You know, so when we, when we read this, that the Lord is our strength, that the Lord is our shield. That alone is just word enough that we should be stirred up 
and give him the praise and give him the glory because it says there that he is our shield, you know, you know, and my heart trusted him and he helped me, you know, and I will greatly rejoice. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. The Lord is their strength. So again, it says the Lord is their strength. So I, I kind of stay right here in the beginning of this chapter for a while, you know, because the, the horse and his rider is coming. The enemy is attacking. But yet again, I, my strength is in the Lord. My strength is in, in, in him who comes. And, and that took me to the to Psalms 27, you know, and 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 I want to speak life to you guys this morning. And 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 Psalms 27 is a, a dear Psalms to me. It's one that I learned when I was a child. But it was just like, you know, they're talking about singing a song, they're talking about us being grateful to the Lord you know, and do not forget what the Lord has done and to give him the praise and to give him the glory and to give him the honor at all times. So it, it, when it took me back to uh, Psalms 27, it says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Look at those words. You know, when the, when the, when the, the word of God says, the Lord is the light. I mean, he's going to light up your path. He is your salvation. He said, whom should I fear? Whom should we fear? But no one, because the Lord is on our side. The Lord is with us. You know, of whom should I be afraid? When the wicked come against me, if you're going through a trial this morning, you know, and you're going through difficult this morning, you got to trust in this verse. You got to trust in the word of the Lord. You know, when it says, when the wicked come against me to eat my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumble and fall. It means when the enemy comes, they stumble and fall. So, you know, that's it. that Allah right there is what you song. That alone, when we read it, we should be saying, Lord, I praise you. I give you the glory and the honor, Lord, because the enemies fall, you know. And it doesn't say that you got that you're doing anything. The Lord is doing it for us. The Lord has our back. He said, though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war, the war may rise up against me. In this, I am confident. So in other words, our confidence is in the Lord. We got to trust in the Lord. Just like Israel came to the other side and they were worshiping God. God is telling us, you know, worship me. Seek me. You know, verse 4 here in, in Psalms 27, it says, One thing I desire of the Lord. That I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. In other words, to be present with the Lord, to be close with the Lord, to be able to worship him, to be able to exalt his name. And that's what they were doing right here in, in Exodus 15. They were worshiping God. They were praising the Lord. They were grateful. So this morning, Monday morning, we need to be grateful for what the Lord has taken us through, for all the storms of life that we have faced, you know, and be grateful because we didn't go along, because he goes with us. He goes before us, the word of the Lord says. And he says there, and again, in, in, in Psalms 27, verse 5, he says, for in the times of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of the tabernacle. He shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. In other words, he's going to protect you. He's going to guide you. 
He's going to direct you. He's going to lead you. He's going to cover you with his protection in a high place. So, you know, we don't need to fear. You know, whatever we're going through this morning, whatever we, we, we are facing, we don't need to fear because God is in control. And God is saying, I got this. I have you. Verse 6, it says, again, in Psalms 27, and now my head shall be lifted up above the enemies around me. Therefore, I will offer a sacrifice of joy, a sacrifice of joy. You know, when we're going through a storm, we need to be able to worship the Lord. We need, we need to be able to exalt his name in the middle of the storm. Because, you know, when you look at a storm and you look at, you look at tornadoes, you know, that the eye of the storm, there's calmness. There's calmness in the eye of the storm. So when we're going through a struggle and we're in the middle of it all, we can lift up our voices to the Lord and be grateful. Just like Israel was being grateful, they got to the other side. You know, they made it through a storm that they were going through and they were praising God. And we need to do the same thing today. Monday morning, motivational Monday, we need to be exalting God and giving God the praise because he took us through another week. He took us through another weekend. And what a glorious Sunday we had. The word that came through, the lives that were touched. And I was amazed as how many people showed up yesterday in church. And I said like, wow, where all these people come from? And little kids all over the place. I know Pastor Jason must have been going, oh my God, look at all these kids all over the place. But but you know, it's for the kingdom of God. It's for his glory. You know, there he is. There he is. All those kids, you know, they were all over the place, you know, but what a blessing. What a blessing. So when we go through situations, we got to praise God. We got to worship God. And we got to say, Lord, I do not go alone. You go with us. He was with Israel in the desert. He got them through the Red Sea. He blessed them and they were grateful. And this morning, we need to be grateful ourselves. We are breathing this morning. We are here sitting, going through the Zoom, you know? So we, and, and some people couldn't even get out of bed today. But we have the privilege to be able to get out of bed and be able to come together and hear the word of the Lord. You know, and it says, it says in verse seven, hear, O Lord, my cry with my, my voice. Have mercy on us. So have mercy on us. So the Lord will have mercy on us. The Lord will help us and the Lord will keep us. The enemy, you know, he comes. He comes and he wants to bring destruction. He comes and he wants to bring confusion. If, if getting back to Exodus now, Exodus 4, it says, and Pharaoh's chariots and his army has set, has cast in, were cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. Well, you know, this part that it says about his army and about the chariots and about the horsemen, it says it three times specifically in this chapter, three times that they were cast into the sea. You know, and anytime you see something like that, that it, it repeats itself, is that God is trying to teach us something. God is trying to tell you that whatever you're facing, whatever horse you're facing, whatever rider that's upon that horse, whatever your enemy may be this morning, that the Lord is casting them into the sea. The Lord is casting them into the, it doesn't say that you're casting them. He says that he is casting them into the sea. Why? Because he heard your prayers. He heard your song, you know? So when we worship God, when we lift up our voices to him in the middle of the storm, we are exalting him and that moves the hand of God. 
that moves the hand of God on our behalf. And he says that there. And he says in verse 5, and that the, the death have covered them and they sunk to the bottom of the sea. You know, so the Lord was right there because, you know, they raised up against the people, but the Lord was right there. In verse six, it says, and the right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed the enemy into pieces. Not only did he destroy them, but he says that he dashed them into pieces. He completes the work. He completes the job. Well, my Lord starts, he completes it. His word will always be fulfilled. So if we trust in the Lord and we trust upon his word, all the promises that he has made to us and I, and I hear in scripture, he will fulfill those words. He will fulfill, he is faithful to fulfill his word. You know, the enemy, all he wants to do is lead us the wrong way. You know, but he says here that the Lord cast them into the into the sea, that the Lord dashed them into pieces. So greater is the Lord that is with us. And that alone, it should be a, a, a song in our heart of praising him, of worshiping him, because we are not alone. Every prayer that you have prayed throughout this weekend, he has heard. Every teardrop that you have come out of your eye, he has caught. He has heard you and he's already answering you, you know, and, 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 and Doug, you know, she's in God's hands. God's a surgeon and God's right there. And God heard our prayers and God already answered our prayer. So the victory is already hers and the victory is already ours. Because why? Because the word of God says that before we even open up our mouths, he knows what we're going to say. And he's already moving in my tomorrow. I don't have to be concerned about tomorrow because tomorrow doesn't belong to me. But my God, it's in my tomorrow already. And he's saying, I got this, you know? So if the Lord got this, that's enough for me to go, hallelujah, praise you, Jesus, and do the, the dance of joy and do the dance of gladness. Because why? Because he already has this. He already has this situation on hand and he's going to reveal it to us in due season. All we got to do is praise him. I don't know about you, but you know, I sing to the Lord. Don't tell me to go to the platform and sing. I would tell you that the whole church would be empty by the time I open up my mouth and start singing to you. But I sing unto the Lord in my own way, you know? And I have noticed that every time I give him the praise and every time I lift him up in worship, you know, he always comes through. He's always faithful and he's always there. And he puts that dance in your feet that you can dance before him and worship him. So, you know, no matter what we go through, we have to be grateful, just like Israel was grateful because they, you know, made it through. They made it through, you know, but again, the enemy doesn't stop there. You know, in verse nine, it says, the enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide, you know, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was satisfied myself by killing them, by using the sword, you know, and at hand, I will destroy them. That's what the enemy saying in verse nine. You know, because that's what the people were already hearing, you know, that I'm going to destroy them. But God, it doesn't matter who says what, but God, it doesn't matter what we're going through, but God, 
because God is in the center of it and God will help us and God will deliver us. Because in verse 10, it says, the Lord blew the winds and the winds covered them and sunk them like lead. So in other words, when that sea came closing up upon them, you know, it totally covered them. It totally consumed them. The Lord fought for them and the Lord is fighting for you. The Lord is mighty and power. And he is the Lord of war. That's what it says in the beginning that he in chapter and verse three, that he is the Lord of war. He will fight for you. He will fight for you. And in verse 19, look at what, look, look at 19 now. Look at the horses of Pharaoh went with his chariots and horsemen into the sea. The Lord brought back the waters of the sea upon them. But the children of Israel went on dry land in the midst of the sea. You know, sometimes we read the word. And sometimes we read the word too fast because Israel walked on dry ground when they went through the Red Sea. And that alone, that was a miracle in itself because I don't know about you, but when there's a lot of rain and the, and the ground gets saturated, there is mud. And especially when you have a lot of people going through something, a lot of people steps by behind you, a lot of mud is raised up. But it says that the children of Israel went through the Red Sea on dry ground. Then it gets stuck. They, and they had to go through it quickly because Pharaoh was coming. But the winds blew. The winds made a way. The wind of the Lord came and dried up that ground that they were able to stand on solid ground. So again, that alone, that's a word right there. That no matter where you're stepping into right now, you may feel like you're on quicksand and your feet are starting to crumble. You may feel that you have no traction, but that says the Lord, I have you in the palm of my hand and I will not forsake you and I will not abandon you in this time of need. And the Lord is saying to you, I got you by the hand and I'm taking you through. I'm taking you through to the other side. Well, again, when we get to the other side, we need to be grateful. When we get to the other side, we need to be grateful to the Lord. Again, here in verse 21, it says that Miriam said to them, sing to the Lord, for he has triumphantly gloriously the horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. So at this time, Miriam you know, they were dancing before the Lord. They were worshiping God. They had the tambourines, you know. That reminds me of the good old days where we had tambourines in church and you would sit there and they would play the tambourines and they would worship to the Lord. You know, good old days. Well, guess what? The good old days are back. It's time for us to do worship to God. It is time for us to raise our hands. It is time for us not to, not, not, not to hold back. I will praise toss him and I will worship toss him. It is time that we open up our mouths and just lift up the name of the Lord in worship and in praise and be grateful for what he has done. And be grateful because he has raised you from the bed this morning. You're able to hear my voice or you're able to see my face. You know, you were able to dress yourself. You were able to make a cup of butello and have it first thing in the morning, like my son always says, a nice cup of butello in the morning. You know, you was able to turn on your computer. You was able to move around. That is enough for us to be saying, hallelujah, 
Thank you, Jesus. Oh, of course, my body hurts a little bit. Hey, you got the aches and pain. We all have aches and pain, but we know we got to worship God and we got to praise him because he's still in control. He's still sitting on that throne and he's saying, I got you. I got you. Just like he had Israel right here. You know, he had Israel right here. He took them through the Red Sea. They came out of the other side and they were worshiping God. What song are you singing to the Lord this morning? My brothers and my sisters, what song are you going to sing to him later on throughout the day? What song are you going to sing to him when the storms come your way? Because I know one thing, one thing I have learned in my years in the service of the Lord. Every time I go through something, I start meditating upon his word. I start singing that song and he lifts me up and he holds me up and he restores me. And he comforts me. When I was uh, when I was away a lot of times in the military, and I was out, uh, you know, you know, thousands of miles away from my family, and I felt like I was alone. And I would I, I would just meditate upon him, and I would just worship him, and my and I would just praise him, and I would sing, and I would make up songs. I don't remember all these songs, so I would make up my own songs unto the Lord, you know. And guess what? His presence was always there. His Shekinah glory will always descend down and cover me and protect me, you know, and comfort me. And, that, and that's why I worship God, you know, just like Doug. Doug, Doug, Doug is always doing the, the, the Doug dance all the time in the front of the church. And he's lifting up, come on, he's lifting up the, the, the little, little signs. And he does it, his legs are going all over the place. You know what? He's doing it unto the Lord. You know, and people get excited about that. That's motivational. Well, you know what? I'm not like Doug. I'm kind of different. You know, I do a lot of running around, you know, and, and it, but, but, you know, I do it for the Lord, you know, and I worship him and I praise him and God receives that praise. And that's why he's telling us in this chapter, will you praise me? Would you worship me? When I come through for you, do you give me your time? I mean, that's a challenge question right there. But you know what? I like to challenge you. You know, I like to stir you up a little bit. I want to make you think, you know, because he deserves more than what we give him. He deserves more of my praise. Because throughout the day, we forget sometimes. But yet again, he's always faithful. He's always there. So let's worship him and let's give him the glory and let's give him the honor. You know, at the end of this chapter, you know, the people were thirsty. Because they, were, they went without water for three days. They were trying to search for water. Again, that, that th the number three comes up. You know, for three days, they were thirsty and they complained. And what does the Lord does? He tells Moses, cut this little tree, throw it in the water, and they become sweet. And there was a miracle performed there, you know, and they, and they received the water. And there was healing there for them, you know. So the Lord, again, they call upon the Lord. They call upon the Lord and the Lord answers. What is your need this morning? He has the answer. He's already there. He has you in the palm of his hand. And he says, I got you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will never abandon you. So throughout this week, my brothers and sisters, as we go on doing whatever it is that we do, whether we're working, whether we're in school, whether we're home, whether we're in church, Always give him the praise. Always give him the worship that he deserves. Because he's coming through for you. And he's coming through for every single one of us. And the best is yet to come. 
your prayers are being answered. Don't, uh, don't tell me, well, I've been praying forever. Never. No, keep, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Because the answer is right around the corner. I have said that before. A lot of times we give up because we don't see it. And what happens? Now we got to start again in the beginning. You know, because sometimes the answer is right around the corner and we abandon it because of what we see. So my brothers and sisters, don't give up. Press forward and just thank the Lord and just worship the Lord and do what Hebrews 11, calling those things that are not there like if they already are and thank them. I thank you in advance for my marriage. I thank you in advance for my children coming back. I thank you for healing and restoration in my family. I thank you, Father God, that that job is already mine. I thank you, Father God, because you are opening doors for me. I thank you, Lord, because you are closing doors that need to be shut. Lord, I thank you, Father God, because you are so faithful. You are so merciful. You, and I, Lord, you are so good to me, Father. I thank you that you love me even when I mess up. Even, even when, I, when I feel like, I, like, like I'm turning my back on you, you still love me and you bring me right back. You know, we need to be grateful to the Lord. And we need to give him the praise. We need to give him the glory. And we need to give him the honor, just like they did at that time. Yeah, and you're gonna say, and you're gonna read on from this from this chapter that we just read, and they're gonna mess up again. But God is faithful. God is faithful. It's the end game that God has in mind. The end game. Through the process of life, we're gonna mess up. We're gonna miss the mark here and there. But we have a God that is faithful. That when we go to Him, He forgives us. He shakes us down, dusts us off and says, keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. We can make it, we can do this. All right, my people, time already has passed. I went over a couple of minutes. Although I'm almost on time, I'm on time, I'm on time, 29. I like keeping time correct for you guys. But you know, throughout this week, never forget to praise him, never forget to worship him. Honor him with your song. Sing to him a song this week. Give him the praise and give him the glory because he deserves that and more from us. So again, it's my pleasure sharing this morning. Keep your focus. Keep your focus. Keep your focus. Get connected. I got to put that out there. Get connected in one of the groups. We got a lot of groups uh, coming up, you know, uh, out there. You know, the, the freedom groups and, and there was men's group. Come on, man. Get it together, get involved, get connected, you know, and because God wants to show us something this new season that we're going into. So we're going into a new season. Let's get ready for it. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I just praise you, worship you, and I just thank you for all my brothers and sisters. Father, I pray that you would just meet them right there where they're at, Father God, that you would just touch their hearts, touch their mind, touch their bodies, Father. Whatever is, Father God, that they have given to you, Father, whatever it is that they have asked you, Father God, you already have it. And I thank you in advance for answer prayer. I thank you in advance for meeting their needs. I thank you in advance for healing and restoration in the families, in the marriages, in the home, in the children, Father God. It, healing in the church, Father, for church hurt, Father God. Healing, Lord God and your peace to be upon them, that you will comfort and direct. And Lord, I thank you for what you're going to do. I thank you in advance for what you're going to do in all of their lives, Father. With this I ask in Jesus' name, amen and amen.
Have a good week. Keep your focus. Keep your focus. Get connected. Amen.